0: You know, I think uh, about five years ago Forbes was reporting, you know, 1.5 million open jobs. Now they're they're around three to 3.5, depending on the report that you read, um, unfilled jobs. Uh, you know, globally, I think we're going to continue to see that trend kind of stay.
1: The importance of cyber is going to become important to everybody at some point in the near future. Uh, very soon, I would say, at least by 2025, I would expect almost 90, 95% of the world is gonna be connected.
2: This is C-Suite, the podcast where you'll hear stories from real people, leaders, and cybersecurity experts about how to stay connected and protected. Every episode, we'll explore different cyber challenges and highlight the many ways we can enhance our online security, reduce the likelihood of attacks, and improve our digital confidence. I'm your host, Claudette McGowan. Over the first two seasons of C-Suite, we've learned from expert guests about the field of cybersecurity, a field that has been growing for the past 20 years at an unprecedented pace. As we all become more virtually connected, online security is increasingly being strategized, implemented, tested and retested by industry professionals at organizations of all sizes. The industry is growing so quickly that there's more jobs available than there are candidates. And you don't need to be a computer programmer to be sought after, in the war for talent, cyber careers range from strategists and policy writers to systems analysts and penetration testers. On this episode, we'll discuss careers in cybersecurity and what companies are looking for in their next search for talent. We'll also explore some ways that companies can start raising awareness about this ever evolving career path. I'm sitting down with Francois Gay the founder of the Canadian Cybersecurity Network. And I'm also sitting down with Derek, TD's Senior Manager of Information Security. We'll also hear from Aliyah, a student who's pursuing a career in cybersecurity. The growth of the cybersecurity industry is a logical outcome in the evolution of a virtually connected world. As the online world grows more integrated and relied upon by organizations and individuals, its safety and protection has become critical. Derek, TD's senior manager of information security, came to work in cyber after a career in law enforcement. His unique background gives him an insightful understanding of how personal security extends to cybersecurity.
1: Every person that lives on this planet understands their personal security. When you leave your front door, when you go out to a party, when you're at university, when you're with your friends, when you're with your children, your personal space and your personal security, you're aware of that. And cybersecurity is really thinking about that in this new space that we operate, so that digital space. So everything that you would protect yourself with in that physical space can almost like-for-like like translate into the cyberspace. But as you can see where we're going now with the launch of of the metaverse and and virtual reality and global co- connectivity, The importance of cyber is gonna become important to everybody at some point in the near future. Uh, Very soon, I would say, at least by 2025, I would expect almost 95% of the world is gonna be connected. And that's why it should be important to everyone.
2: When people imagine a cybersecurity professional, they might think of someone they've seen on TV, typing rapidly on a keyboard in a dark room, trying to fend off a hacker in real time. But careers in the field are much broader than that.
1: So if I had to start at the top of the cybersecurity umbrella, it starts with strategy. And for that, you require people who have that broad thinking and a bit of that depth that understand how the different elements of cybersecurity, both physical infrastructure, um, resources, and the digital capabilities connect with each other. Then from there, once you have your strategy, you look at sort of the governance, risk and compliance of it. How are we gonna actually implement this? How are we going to, to govern what it is that we're doing? From there, you get down into the, a lower layer of the operations. How do we run it? The engineering, how do we put these things together? Um, the, the incident response. And that makes up a big part of cybersecurity because very rare anyone working in this industry has never had an incident not happen. You know, it's just a matter of time until you have to respond to something. So that makes up a big chunk of the work. And then there are the two other pieces that maybe underpin these things, and that's innovation and training and development. Within this space, the ground is constantly changing. There are new technologies, new applications, new methodologies coming onto the market all the time. And to protect those things, we need to we need to innovate or we need to look at the way we used to do things and think, how can we do this better? How can we do it safer? How can we make it simpler? How can we make it faster? And then the training and development piece is how do we capacity build the people that we need and how do we retain and train up the people that we already have? So we require highly technical people. We require strategic people. We require people that can communicate effectively and tell stories for that cyber awareness piece. We require those blue sky thinkers that come up with the innovation that helps us when we're under fire dealing with an incident, but also in that peacetime sort of thinking to think about what, what next? What's on the horizon?
2: With so many different roles and responsibilities under the cyber umbrella, the day-to-day might look different depending on the job and the size of the company.
1: If you're at an entry level at a small organization, then probably you're going to be very multifunctional. And you're going to be very busy doing a lot of things at the same time and doing a lot of reading and learning in in the evening time to pick up the different elements of what you're doing on a day to day. It could be anything from um, dealing with uh, alerts or sitting in meetings and helping people understand why they should or should not be buying a particular tool. It could be doing an internal audit or an assessment and saying, well, this is where we sit now and how do we mature to improve? Um, It could be working on your own or working in teams. As you move up to bigger organizations, perhaps somebody coming in at an entry level might have a more specialist function for that first three months or six months. Where your ask is, we want you to work on this. Have a look at this analytics piece and we want you to pick up this particular tool set You know, when you scale up, the the tools that you use become more specific, so you become more of a a specialist. And if there is an incident, then you're going to be coming on board as a junior analyst or or a junior incident responder and being assigned those lower level tasks, um, but sitting in to see how those things piece together. And if things really do escalate, then very quickly you're going to be picking up more and more tasks, moving from that junior to that intermediate, and you're going to have to uh, learn to, uh, as they say, walk and whistle at the same time.
2: The fast-growing cybersecurity industry brings with it many benefits for employees and employers alike. Derek says the industry can open up a whole new world of possibilities for those who are willing to learn new skills and dive into cyber as a first-choice career option.
1: The cybersecurity industry is a great way to kickstart your life. So if you're an undergrad or you're in grad school now doing your degree or you're in college or you're in a senior school here or junior high or whatever they call it, and you're thinking about what do I want to do? Have a think about your lifestyle. Do I want to be going into an office every single day, Monday to Friday? Well, in the cybersecurity industry, you don't necessarily have to do that. Do I want to be the ability to work from home or to travel or to work remotely? The cybersecurity industry can offer you that. Do I want to walk into maybe a 30 or 50 grand job when I graduate? If the answer is yes, then the cybersecurity industry can give you that. Do I want the ability to be contracting and I don't want to work for an employer, I just want to make, you know, my per hour rate at a high rate for a couple of years and do that? Well, from a junior level to a senior level, the cybersecurity industry can give you that. So however you foresee your life in whatever socioeconomic environment you are now, the cybersecurity industry can help you transform that.
2: For Aaliyah, a first-year engineering student currently pursuing a degree in computer security, a career in cyber is attractive for many reasons, not the least of which is its exciting, fast-paced nature. She believes companies can attract top-tier talent by building greater awareness around the harms and risks of the cyber world and why it's relevant for all of us.
3: I just think it's like so important, like because it's such a growing field, like in IT and like it's such a big part where like technology is constantly evolving and like especially the future generation, people like me, we are directly involved in it. So I just think it's great to be a part of that and to be able to understand like threats and risks and be aware of like cyber criminals and all these things that can happen. I think that people like younger people like me, we're so involved with social media platforms like i said to like youtube and twitter and instagram and people even make careers out of it right so i think for them to understand like the risk because who wouldn't want to know like you know who wouldn't want to be aware of things that can damage your reputation or just things that can not incriminate you but just like you know people can like alter and tamper your information if they get a hold of data and stuff that's personal and who wouldn't want to be aware of those threats to be able to protect themselves and either their career or just their identity in general, right? No one wants like their password stolen and hacked and stuff like that. So I think just for companies to put the focus on things that were very interested, such as YouTube and like show awareness through that and like different platforms, I think that would be a good way to attract. Cause I know that even like for me, that's what attract me, right? To know that someone could go on your Instagram and just hack you and all of a sudden all your pictures are gone all your you know information that you don't want people knowing is out there so i think people would be more than happy to like educate themselves and might want to push them towards helping to make a change and grow and protect organizations and just your own identity of being an individual right what excites me i think is it's a very stimulating environment because you're constantly learning as as different problems occur, as different like cyber crimes happen, you have to develop skills and techniques to overcome those issues and, you know, to deal with the issues. And I also think it's exciting. Like, I know there's a lot of teamwork involved, which I I like. So I think that'd be cool. I also like how it's a challenge because, like I said, there's always something new that you're learning. So I think it'd be cool to, you know, overcome an issue and just feel like that reward of like helping your company and protecting yourself and others. So I think that's what's exciting about this field.
2: Francois Gay, the founder of the Canadian Cybersecurity Network, noticed a strong growth curve a few years back and decided to launch the network to foster the country's next generation of cybersecurity professionals, including people like Aliyah.
0: I started my career in technology and I worked at a company that was called Nortel Networks years ago, and I saw the huge boom in uh, 1996 uh, during telecom and and saw that same kind of boom start taking place with cybersecurity and uh, decided that I wanted to get involved in helping grow Canada's cybersecurity talent. You know, every country in the world is going to face major challenges around cybersecurity. We're seeing it now with the Ukraine, with cyber warfare. And uh, I wanted to make sure that Canada was going to have more than its fair share of cybersecurity resources developed here in Canada so that, you know, we are going to be in a position to defend our country and our, and our resources and our infrastructure. So that's part of the reason I started Canadian Cybersecurity Networks. So the Canadian Cybersecurity Network is free to members, so it's, it's a free service. What we're trying to do is to uh, attract, retain uh, grow people that are coming in from other professions like IT, business, and, and those that are already in, in cybersecurity. And, and also a lot from, uh, from a newcomer's perspective coming to Canada. A lot of individuals interested in joining uh, cybersecurity.
2: Clearly, there are plenty of opportunities out there for people hoping to build a career in cyber. But as we know, that doesn't always mean that the perfect job will fall from the sky and drop into your lap. Francois offers his top tips for making the most of the job search in cyber.
0: You know, I always tell people it's a lot of work. I mean, finding good employment is not easy, right? It's difficult. You have to network. Connect to networks like the Canadian Cybersecurity Network, uh, ISACA. Connect to the networks that are online on LinkedIn and different networks. Um, You know, make sure that you're really asking for help, but asking the right way. The challenge, uh, I get approached maybe 20 or 30 times a day and you know they, they'll say something like, can you find me a job? Well, that, that is pretty difficult. Um, but if they ask me for particular advice, I can help them. So if they ask me for uh, what kind of certification should I be looking at to be a pen, ter- pen tester or um, who should I be approaching for additional insight into this market, um, then I can help them. So I think it's all about um a candidate's approach to the job search um you know if they have a positive approach if they want to network if if the, if they really make the effort to connect with the people they're reaching out to they'll have a much better opportunity to get people like myself and others to support them and help them in their career choices
2: like many other industries a career in cyber calls for a specific skill set Francois shared his perspective on the top three skills to focus on if you hope to succeed in cyber.
0: So, you know, networking is the foundation of cybersecurity. And, you know, we talked about it earlier, you're protecting the network. So the more knowledge you have about the network and its endpoints and everything, all its devices, the more you're able to understand how best to protect it. So, so that's one base skill set. The second one is curiosity. You know, if you're going to be good in cybersecurity, you want to be curious. You want to be able to understand. You want to be able to pry apart, take apart, look to see how you can actually, you know, ethically hack in so you can keep, you know, the the bad actors out. But the reality is curiosity is one of the most important things. And then continuous learning. You have to be someone that can actually communicate, you know, constantly learn about everything. Because it's changing every day, and the news—you know—I'm—I'm I'm learning every day. You know, I—I'm I, amazed at you know what's going on in cybersecurity, some of the research that's going on, because it's—it's it's embedded in everything. So you know, I mean, there's companies that are doing things with you know the charging stations for electric cars. You know, they got to make those secure because you're plugging into your car. Think about that—you're plugging your car into a network, a live network. Is that network secure? Is that? coming into your car and then you're bringing it home and plugging it into your home and then going into your, to your, to your home network. So there's a lot of opportunities and lots of threats out there and a curious mind is going to help that and constant learning. And then I would say the last thing is one that people tend to neglect is good communication skills. You know, you have to be able to communicate both orally and in writing. You're going to have to be able to write reports, you're going to have to be able to write, you know, uh, some innovation approaches to cybersecurity and you're going to have to communicate effectively to the people around you. Um, so more and more that's a skill set that universities and colleges must make sure are strong in the candidates that are coming out of the schools and universities.
2: By attending university, Aliyah is getting the education she hopes to use in her future career, but she also recognizes that nothing can replace real work experience.
3: It would be nice to get some type of like hands-on like an opportunity to get like hands-on experience because it's one thing to like to say oh yeah I know the definition of cyber and I know this and oh you know like there's testings and stuff like that and like to know that but like to actually experience those things and be able to explore them in the environment and like in the workforce is something that I feel is very important and I'd like to I'd like to experience that really, like just to have the opportunity as like a young woman to like do that and see what it's really like, like and what I'm gonna be doing in the future, right?
2: The good news for job seekers is that with the recent cybersecurity boom, more and more roles are opening up within the industry. However, as Francois points out, the hiring process has been slow on the uptake as the business world is still reluctant to shift its cultural attitude.
0: You know, I think uh, about five years ago, Forbes was reporting, you know, 1.5 million open jobs. Now they're they're around three to 3.5, depending on the report that you read, um, unfilled jobs, uh, you know, globally. I think we're going to continue to see that trend kind of stay, but I think there's some good efforts underway. You know, this is a culture shift. This is a change that. Organizations are also going through. You know, they always, you know, organizations three, four years ago were looking for, you know, master's students. Now we're starting to see that, you know, a lot of companies are opening up and saying, if you have the skill set that we're looking for, you know, we're going to take a chance and train you. Um, some companies are still, you know, pushing back on that a little. So, you know, it has a lot to do with the cultures of the organizations and the companies that we're dealing with that are starting to create a bit of a, a slowdown in the process. It it doesn't always have to do with the candidates themselves. There's lots of great candidates out there that are available to be hired, but companies are still looking for that, you know, three to five to eight years of cybersecurity experience or X degrees or certifications. So, you know, it's a bit of a conundrum.
2: When it comes to the search for cybersecurity talent, the pandemic complicated things as it did for many other industries. Francois explains that the market recently shifted in the favor of candidates, intensifying the competition for the best talent.
0: What we saw initially last year was that it was still an employer's market. And then around Christmas time, it started shifting to a candidate's market. And uh, the candidates have an awful lot of opportunities. So, you know, we started seeing the shift in the U.S. Like I said, you know, you were seeing people exiting from San Francisco during the pandemic, going to places like Austin and Florida and other areas. And it's still happening. So you're seeing a massive shift starting to take place. And in Canada, of course, the same thing happened, maybe not into uh, Texas and Florida, but you started seeing shifts into the major provinces where cybersecurity was taking place. A lot of people were starting to move out east. You know, I mean, if you look at New Brunswick and Nova Scotia, there's a lot of cybersecurity pockets. BC has quite a bit as well. And then you have the two major pockets of Ontario and Quebec. And we started seeing more and more companies starting to hire, you know, startup size, mid size and then some of the international companies starting to come to Canada because, you know, now they could uh, they could operate from anywhere. And they were recruiting Canadians with U.S. dollars to work in Canada. So we're seeing a lot of that extreme competitiveness starting to take place.
2: For those looking to join in on the action and begin building a fruitful career in cyber, Francois recommends building your network and making use of available resources like those offered by the Canadian Cybersecurity Network.
0: The network currently is on LinkedIn under Canadian Cybersecurity Network. We're transitioning to a full community-based platform in a couple of weeks, so they can pre-register for that. Like I said, it's free, it's inclusive. It doesn't matter what profession you're in; you want to join, you're going to be able to join and see if it's for you, and participate in all the things I mentioned. So I think that's that's one of the things. You can also go to Canadian Cybersecurity Jobs. And there's a place there where you can click and register, pre-register for the community site. uh, So that when it launches, you get an email and then you're part of the network. So those are a couple of tools. But there's local places like Asaka, local chapters of Asaka, where people can register in Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto, um, all over Canada to be part of a regional network that will support them locally as well. The most exciting part is exactly what I mentioned, which is I finally have the, we have the network, we have, you know, the job uh, portal. Now I get to work in the gray. I get to work in between. So I need to bring in, you know, I get to bring in partners, if it's educational partners or, you know, business partners to actually work in the gray to create these great opportunities for industry, for Canada, and for the members. So, you know, to me, that's going to be fun because you get to innovate and do things that no one else is doing. So to me, moving forward in the next year, this is where it's gonna start getting exciting.
2: The cybersecurity industry is heating up. People are learning more about the benefits a career in cyber can bring, while employers are becoming more open to people with diverse backgrounds and experience levels. I hope this episode opened your eyes to the many opportunities available in this industry. To recap, here are three key insights we can all take away from this episode. As the world becomes increasingly connected on a virtual basis, the role of the cybersecurity professional will become more crucial in the years to come. Now more than ever, we need to raise awareness about cybersecurity and how it affects us all. Cybersecurity professionals possess a wide range of skills and qualities, some technical and some strategic. According to our guests, a few of the most important characteristics of cyber professionals include resilience, problem solving, and a willingness to take the initiative in any situation. And finally, if we hope to encourage more people to pursue a career in cyber and meet the increasing demands, employers will need to place a greater emphasis on raising awareness to attract top talent. A career in cyber can come with many benefits, including flexibility and competitive salaries, but it's important that employers communicate these perks effectively to maximize the search for talent. Thank you to Francois and Derek for sharing your expert knowledge and to Aliyah for sharing your personal perspective. And thank you for listening to C-Suite. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Join me for the next episode, airing on May 12th. I'm Claudette McGowan. And remember, with over 4 billion of us online, we have to do everything possible to keep ourselves connected and protected.